Hello and welcome to the second episode of The Honesty Pod with me, Beth Quatenton. Here you will find nothing but honesty, whether you like it or not, and things that you need to hear. And we've got some honesty in coming. Your job is killing you. Are you someone that works late or maybe just never stops working? Are you someone that doesn't take a lunch break? And by lunch break, I mean actually getting up and moving away from your workspace, maybe going for a walk, not eating lunch at your desk whilst working still or just staying at your desk. Are you someone that will start working as soon as you wake up in the morning? If any of those resonate with you, then uh, this podcast is for you uh, because whether you realize it or not, your job is killing you. And this has become even more evident over the last couple of years with the pandemic. More people are working from home now. Uh, when this was once a rarity, I remember, um, yeah, before this this whole COVID situation happened, um, whenever you'd ask someone if uh, you know, where, where their office was based or, you know, where they had to travel to for work. And they said that, you know, they didn't, they worked from home. It was kind of like a, oh my God, you work from home. Like, this is incredible. I bet, you know, you've got so much time to do X, Y, and Z. And I think now that the majority of us have lived it or are still living it, we now realize that although, you know, we don't have to do the, the commutes, uh, that we once did, we're actually very isolated. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, working from home comes with a whole host of issues, uh, especially if it isn't managed properly. And for a lot of people, it wasn't managed properly because a lot of people don't really, you know, they, they've never had to work from home before. So it was a completely new experience. Um, so let's get into the podcast. Um, and, and the whole aim of this podcast is to get you to work less, in all honesty. Um, and and focus on your own health and well-being more because I can guarantee every single one of you on here probably doesn't have a good balanced work and personal life Um, and nearly 70% of professionals who transition to remote work uh, because of the pandemic say that they now work on the weekends and 45% say they regularly work more hours during the week than they did before. This is according to um, a survey of 2,800 workers by the Los Angeles-based staffing firm Robert Half. So it's, it's no secret that a lot of people working from home actually worked more during the pandemic. Um, and as we all know as well, um, and, and maybe most of you have experienced this yourselves as well, um, mental health issues have risen since the pandemic began. And obviously, there's a whole host of, of reasons why that happened. I'm not just saying that mental health issues have risen because of, you know, people choosing to work longer hours at home um you know there, there's so many other reasons such as you know uh struggling finances uncertainty in jobs and in uncertainty in general life and and when it was going to kind of start to go back to normal 
uh, friends and family being heavily affected by COVID. Um, you know, a lot of people felt kind of like a, a sense of loss of direction. I, I know I definitely kind of felt that, especially in the first kind of few months or so of, of the, the first lockdown. Um, and that's just to name a few. But increased working hours will more than likely have a negative impact on mental health when performed for long amounts of time because you're not prioritizing other areas of your life so whenever we pick up more hours or maybe more responsibility on one certain task naturally other areas and other tasks will have to be reduced to allow more time for you know the the big task shall we say um, and if we, you know, say that the big task is work, you know, we're increasing our work hours, then, you know, your, your happiness is going to slowly start to decrease because you're not taking that time away from your work and actually allowing yourself to switch off. And I know that I definitely fell into this trap um, between the the kind of first and second lockdown you know those those few months before um sorry in between there I definitely fell into a trap of well you know the gyms are shut I need to focus on my business and you know making sure that everyone's coping during this time you know clients especially and also that I've got some kind of income because as soon as the gym shut during that time I was entirely uh, a one-to-one PT on on the gym floor Um, and I had to kind of transition and mold my program into an online approach so that I could still continue helping all of my clients alongside you know helping many other people that wanted the help there as well and you know that took up you know a lot of my day and I never felt like I could switch off because I was worried that you know I would ultimately have no income uh, at some point because I couldn't get to a gym uh, which was the whole basis of my job but um, you know other things during that time completely you know either went or reduced massively so you know I wasn't maybe prioritizing my nutrition as much as I could have I wasn't prioritizing getting out and walking when everyone else was because I was too busy you know thinking up new ideas um you know I was I was getting in some workouts but not quite as many as I could have just because I didn't have the the energy to so again I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that Um, and if it's still happening for you now we need to sort this out Um, and we've got a little uh, another little uh, statistic here um, which is more than 40% of employees are neglecting other aspects of their life because of work which may increase their vulnerability to mental health problems. When working long hours, more than a quarter of employees feel depressed, in brackets, 27%. One third feel anxious, in brackets, 34%. And more than half feel irritable, in brackets, 58%. And that is from um, the uh, mentalhealth.org website, um, that statistic there. So, 
we want to ask yeah why is this and I've kind of gone over this already um but you know ultimately it's because we don't have time to focus on the things that we love um and alongside that we don't have time or maybe energy to focus on our own selves you know we are when we're working more we are more unlikely to go out with friends or go out with family we are more likely to skip exercise because we feel tired we are more likely to order takeaway because cooking just feels too overwhelming or you're just absolutely knackered and you just don't want to and as our diet exercise and social connections fade anxiety and depression may raise its ugly head over time so I've listed out a few things here that you know you can start doing to prevent this and a lot of these things I know that you already know but maybe you just haven't been strict enough with yourself and maybe other people that you work with as well because when you don't have these clear boundaries between this is when I'm working and this is when I'm not that's when things get blurred and that's when just other aspects that you should be focusing on such as your health just completely go out the window okay and remember what I said earlier especially if you're working for a big corporation if you can work for whatever reason they would get rid of you and they would get someone else in to fill your spot with a snap of your fingers so why are you essentially killing yourself or making yourself ill or unhappy for the financial gain of you know the person at the top that probably doesn't even know of your existence so what do we need to do to prevent becoming ill and you know ignoring the the other things that we actually need to focus on alongside work so the first one is quite simply to start and leave work when you are contracted to so do not start two hours early especially if you're not getting paid for it. if you're in a salary job and you're not getting paid for those extra two hours why are you up why not wake up at the time you usually get there give yourself two hours to do the bits and bobs you need to and and focus on your own health you could you know get a workout in you could go for a lovely evening walk you could set your morning up wonderfully and then get to work when you're supposed to and this is the one that a lot of people usually don't do is you need to leave work when you're contracted to if your contract says half five finish, you finish dead on half five. You do not wait a couple of hours afterwards because you've just got to quickly do X, Y, and Z because you know that you're going to do that task that you need to, in bracket, you know, a quote unquote, should I say, quickly do. And then you're going to think, oh no, but I can also do this, this, and this. So do not give more time than you need to to your job if when you are at your job let's say it's a eight until half five job 
if you are setting yourself up properly in the morning so that then when you get to work you are as productive as you can be up until lunchtime you go and have your lunch away from the building or away from your desk at least you maybe go for a walk you have a little bit of you time maybe listen to a podcast you know maybe maybe this one here um and then you come back and you do another you know productive three four hours of work then you should not need to stay late Okay, so next up is to take your lunch break seriously. So many people and a lot of clients were doing this as well was they were just taking their lunch breaks at um, their desk. And again, it's easier to do this, especially when you're working from home uh, because you're thinking, well, I'm at home, you know, maybe you're working at your dining table, blah, blah, blah. If you are someone that is working from home still and you are working at your dining area, I want you to have one specific seat where you sit to work. I don't want you to move around the table as such. Um, I want you to have one specific seat, one specific spot on that table that you work. And then the rest of the seats are there for you to sit at the table to eat. This in itself is going to kind of over time get you into that habit of, okay, I'm in my working seat now, so therefore I'm in work mode. Or, you know, I'm not in my working seat, I'm in my leisure seat, therefore I don't need to feel stressed or start thinking about work. And I would heavily recommend going for a walk on your lunch breaks as well because it just helps to wake you up a little bit obviously a lot of us kind of get the uh, afternoon slump a little bit um, some some worse than others Um, and one of the ways that we can reduce this is by getting out and stretching your legs because sitting down for three four hours humans aren't designed to do that you know, back in the uh, olden days when uh, we didn't have any exciting technology, um, you know, we, we, we needed to be up and aware of our surroundings, you know, be doing things to, to look after each other, be hunting, etc., etc. So sitting down for three, four hours, even longer, I know most people kind of sit down for up to eight hours, we shouldn't be doing it. We need to take frequent breaks, even if it's a case of just getting up and doing a lap of your house or a lap of the building, something. Next up, now this is for those of you that are maybe able to make your work days work more in your favor. I know not everyone is able to do this, um, but for those of you that can, I would really recommend scheduling in your phone calls or meetings in the afternoon if you're more productive in the mornings, because a lot of us, uh, myself included, are a lot more productive in the mornings. So doing things that maybe don't require quite as much energy or brain power, such as phone calls and meetings in the afternoon is going to mean that you're getting a solid um you know, chunk of work done in the morning. And then you can kind of allow yourself to kind of start to wind down a little bit in the in the afternoon, but still be somewhat productive with obviously, you know, being in Zoom meetings and all of that really exciting stuff. And 
next up, this is probably for those of you that uh, still work from home. Uh, and even for those of you that don't, maybe you have your work emails on your personal phone. Don't work... Uh, don't wake up and start work straight away. Give yourself at least an hour of wake up time. Okay, so I don't want you waking up, grabbing your phone before you've even, you know, got yourself up out of bed and start checking your emails because that is going to kind of set you on edge already and kind of almost set the tone for the day. And when that is set, as soon as you've woken up, you're not really going to be able to shift that mood if, you know, you've seen some bad news or, you know, you've got a long day ahead of you now because of X, Y and Z has happened. We don't want that to happen. So do not touch your phone when you get up and do not switch on your work laptop until you've been up for at least an hour and you've gone for a walk you've made a nice breakfast you've had a wonderful coffee without distractions I know again uh, some other people may not be able to do this because they may have uh, little children to uh, handle in the mornings but just allowing yourself as much time as possible in the morning to dedicate towards you and not the big guy uh, that is profiting off of your your work essentially and the next one is set boundaries with colleagues if needed. So, for example, um, no messages or calls will be answered after, say, for example, 6 p.m. And, you know, no communication will be um, had at the weekends if, you know, you're not actually scheduled to work at the weekends. Um, essentially, just no communications on your day off. Because, uh, again, I had a client um, that would always answer calls or messages on her day off and she wondered why she could never fully relax because she was constantly wondering you know on her day off when is the the work phone going to go and I said to her I was like we need to turn that off you are not you, they people know that you should you know you're not working that day so they should not message you and, you know, eventually she was like, yes, OK, you know, this was after years of her doing it. And when she did switch it off, she suddenly felt this this sense of, OK, you know, I can actually allow my body to relax now. And with that, you know, weight loss was a lot easier for her because she didn't have quite as much pent up stress or, you know, consistent stress throughout her day because she was actually giving herself the time to just absolutely chill and you know do what she really really loved to do and you know do the self-care activities she needed to do so by following those what are they five boundaries uh five rules it's gonna dramatically not only increase your productivity but also increase the time that you can give back to yourself because again, if we look at it this way, you really enjoy your job. Um, maybe you're working too much though, <clears throat> but you maybe don't want to stop because you're worried that um, maybe things are going to go downhill or you're not going to get that promotion that you want. If you give more energy back to yourself, then you are going to be a better worker because you're going to have more energy you're going to feel better because you're probably going to be eating better and you're going to be exercising. And all of this, um, if all of this is adhered by, 
over time, you are going to have to work less because you're going to get more done in a shorter amount of time. And who doesn't want that, right? So don't kill yourself for your job. Make sure that, you know, although we all have to have a job, unfortunately, um, that, you know, it is, it's not taking over your life. And it's not meaning that you can't go and have fun. You can't be, you know, go and experience new experiences. You can't go and relax. Because a lot of us I know are struggling to switch off. And it's so important that we find ways in which to do that. If we want to keep this balance of, you know, work and home life. And for those of you that maybe have families, don't just do it for yourself, which obviously yourself should always be your priority, but do it for the people around you. Do it for your other half, do it for your children, do it for your friends, do it for your family. Because if you give more time for yourself, you are going to be a better friend. You are going to be a better mother, a better dad. You're going to be a better auntie. You're going to be a better sister, a brother, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera because you're going to have more energy. You're not going to feel stressed. You're not going to be as irritable. You're going to be able to show up as yourself. So the takeaways from this hopefully useful podcast is number one, do not work more than you need to. Number two, Don't break your back for a company that will replace you in a heartbeat if you died. And number three, don't allow your mental health to go down the drain for someone else's financial gain. I hope that this podcast made you think a little bit and maybe um, has sparked you into action to start putting proper boundaries in place for those of you that maybe really need it um if you have any questions or want to talk any more about this particular subject please let me know um obviously uh if you can subscribe to the podcast um i you can also uh follow me on instagram my at is at Beth Q Fitness. Um, that's where you can message me any questions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and if you're interested in finding out more about my coaching program or have any questions, as I said earlier, please just drop me a message on Instagram again at Beth Q Fitness. And uh, yeah, I will um, be super, super excited to hear from you. So thank you so much for tuning in and see you in the next one.